dark episode time. Welcome. To the most evil episode. Eh, 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 eh. Yeah, today we're talking about warlocks. Warlocks, woo! Yeah. JT, do you like warlocks? They're the lords of edge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like warlocks. Yeah. I always play a warlock. Warlocks kind of like my home class. I love them. And the lord of edge. Yeah. <laughs> I'm itchy. <laughs> yeah, I think when uh, I was a teenager. <laughs> warlocks are cool. Um, there is. They're a lot different, I think, than other magic casters. They're also like halfway between a half caster and a full caster as well. A three-fourths caster. Yeah, they're like a three-fourths caster. It's a yeah. bit weird. They are one of the weirdest casters, definitely. Yeah. Let's get into it. So, Warlocks. The first thing that you should do is make your charisma your highest score. Yep, followed by rolling off charisma. Yep, just like the sorcerers. Mm -hmm. Followed by your constitution because you also live squeeze. Nice. Yeah. Also helps with those concentration spells. Helps with the concentration. Yep. Your hit dice is 1d8. Little squeeze. But that's that's chunky for a caster. Most yeah. casters are 1d6. Yeah. So so, so you've got you got a bit of bit of chub on you. You got a little chub. Little <laughs> chubby Yeah. You're proficient in light armor. That's pretty good. And because weapons. again, some of the other casters are proficient in armor. They're a bit more. They can take a bit more of a punishment. A warlock. Not yeah. much more. I mean. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bit more. Check yourself, but yeah. you have options. Enough to donate your own blood to the cause of summoning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you also have proficiency with simple weapons, so that's it's, yeah, it's pretty good. It's not like like the sorcerer, if I remember rightly, had you had to choose very specific weapons. Yeah, a few very specific. Things. This one is just any simple weapons. Mm -hmm. Cool. Your saving throws are wisdom and charisma, and for your skills, you can choose two from Arcana, Deception, History, Intimidation, Investigation, Nature, and Religion. So at the moment, it's kind of looking like the Sorcerer. Very similar. A bit, a bit stronger. Yeah. Stronger than the Sorcerer, but it gets very different. Yeah, as far as skills go though, I think Nature's a little weird, right, for Warlock? Yeah. Right, what's what that doing that? There? <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, I think there's also a case to be made that Arcana is weird. Arcana? I, mean, I feel like Arcana is like um, natural magical uh, energy that wizards tap into and sorcerers are born with. But I feel uh, I you, suppose you it are kind on of like what a kind of pack you're going. I I nearly always play with the Great Old One, so it feels like Arcana should be it should be way out there. Right. But I guess if you're a fiend, if you're pledging your life to a fiend, Arcana makes more sense. So this leans like pretty well into where do warlocks get their magic from? So the sorcerers are born with it, wizards learn it, and warlocks steal it. <laughs> <laughs> Ask very nicely for it. They make deals. Yeah. At first level, you'll be getting your otherworldly patron. You can choose between an archfey, a fiend, or the great old one. <laughs> Basically, an archfey is kind of like a malicious fairy kind of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, think Loki. Maybe not malicious. It's probably the most good like of a, all of them. More like a trickster type of... Yeah, probably in many ways. But there's no reason you have to have it like that. You could have a kind archfey. I mean, you can have a kind any of these. A kind, the fiend. <laughs> <laughs> a fiend. A fiend is essentially... A creature born from evil. 
So devils are fiends, demons are fiends, anything your little heart desires is a fiend. Right, and what is the difference between a devil and a demon? Um, a demon is chaotic evil, a devil is lawful evil. Okay. In your campaign, maybe it's not as different, but they, in the official law, they're fighting. They're fighting over the lower realms. So that can give you some ammunition to use in your backstory as well. Yeah, definitely. Like, I definitely. feel like warlocks have a lot of built-in backstory. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely up there. So you get to choose the or The Great Old One. The Great Old One. It's Lovecraft. It's yeah. Cthulhu. It's whatever you want it to be. A Great yeah. Old One. Incomprehensible being. In colors never before seen. And red. <laughs> <laughs> so you get to choose between one of those three. I like to go for the great old one. It gives a lot of kind of uh, leeway, I think, with your background. We had a fantastic great old one who was like this giant squid creature that one of my DMs gave me. Um, as my great old one, and he was called Gary. He was fantastic. He just loved strawberries, and we would just chill out. And occasionally, a tentacle might plop out of a portal somewhere and help. <laughs> I loved Gary. I still love Gary. Yeah, so I mean, this is kind of like a, an interesting part of Warlocks, is how you can have this built-in, uh, you know, kind of beyond-you entity. Yeah, it gives a lot of play between you and the DM. Yeah, because this is something that has its own desires and motivations and whatever, mm. that for whatever reason, you are now like a part of it. You're, you're kind of, I mean, in the game, you're kind of more beholden to the DM in mm -hmm. other ways. And that can be a really, really cool way yeah. to create some stories. You're the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> so with your pact, you get pact magic. So Pact Magic is essentially your spell casting. It's how you cast spells. You get an extended spell list, depending on what patron you chose. So with Fades, you get things like Fairy Fire and Sleep and Calm Emotions. With The Fiend, you get Burning Hands, Blindness, Scorching Ray. Mm. Yeah, shit like that. You start off knowing two cantrips. Yeah, so this is nice because you start with magic. That's good, right? Yeah. You got two cantrips right off the bat. Straight away, you also know two level one spells at the start. Now, Warlocks are a bit different with spell slots. Spell slots are all treated equal. It's Martin Luther King's dream. All <laughs> spell slots are created equal. So as normally you would have a kind of tiered system where, uh, you know, the bourgeoisie of <laughs> the, uh, yeah, the, the higher level spells that are at the top and you don't have so many of them. And then you have the proletariat of the first level spells on the bottom. And Preach, you have brother! A certain amount that you can have on each level, and a certain amount that you can cast at each level. Mm. Warlocks operate a little differently. You start off with one spell slot. You get two later on, but it goes up to four. You have very, very few spell slots, and they are no greater than fifth level. They start off at level one. At level three, you get second level spell slots. Level five, you get third level spell slots, they basically go up every two levels. Yeah, and they're not, you don't have a lot of them, yeah. but at least they count the same for any spell level, yeah, which makes so, a few interesting things happen with that, I think. Yeah, so they cap out at fifth level at level nine. 
And you'll also be getting some cantrips. You start off with two, you end up with four as well. So it's okay, you know some spells. Now this may seem crap at first thought. You have way less spells, they're way less powerful. How do we augment this? Don't worry, we'll get to it. <laughs> Another interesting characteristic about this as well is that you're always casting spells at their highest level that you can. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so you, you, that's something that you, remember, you should remember when you play, is that no matter what, you have the ability to cast the spell at its highest level. Which is cool. How do they learn spells? You get them when you level up. That's oh, yeah. really it. Answer your own question. So, it's like I'm not even here. JT, how do you get spells? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's in the spells known column. You will know quite a few spells. You just can't use many of them. <laughs> Caps out at 15. Same as the Sorcerer, but you're basically getting a spell per level until you get to ninth level. Then mm -hmm. it kind of spaces them out a bit. Yeah, so I think that there's also this weird disproportion between spells known versus how many spells you can actually cast. Yeah, definitely. But there are things within the pact that help with all of this. You're not going to be running a Bare Bones Warlock. <laughs> Spellcasting ability, you're running off Charisma, so your spell save DC is 8, plus your proficiency bonus, plus your Charisma modifier. And your spell attack modifier is your proficiency bonus, plus your Charisma modifier. Nice. You can also use a focus, an arcane focus. Mm -hmm. Normally a severed spine or something. I don't yeah, know. Something, uh, if it looks like it belongs in a metal cover, then <laughs> it's a warlock arcane focus. Yeah, I think that's it for the basics of Pact Magic. Is there anything else? Nope, let's get into Eldritch Invocations. Or, let's not. <laughs> <laughs> there is because, like, yes, three pages of them. Yeah, there's there's a lot of Eldritch Invocations, and these are ways to augment your the spells you're going to be casting. Yeah. They give you access to spells that you can cast infinitely sometimes. They make some spells you may already have better. There's a lot of cool things going on, but there are so many we want to do them justice. Yeah, they're basically feats that you can choose that mm -hmm. are warlock specific. And at second level, you get two Eldritch Invocations and they go up every few. They're on page 110 of the Player's Handbook if you want to read up on them, but we're going to be doing a whole episode going through all of them. Yeah, because they are very important for the warlock. Pact Boon comes after this. This is something that's cool, it's neat. However, I feel there's one that's a little bit better than the others. <laughs> At third level, your otherworldly patron bestows a gift upon you. You gain one of these features. Now there's three. There's Pact of the Chain, Pact of the Blade, Pact of the Tome. Pact of the Chain basically gives you the fine familiar spell. You can cast it as a ritual and it doesn't count against the number of spells you know. What is cool about this is there is a few augments to it to the base spell that we're gonna get into in a second, but it still takes up a spell slot if you're not casting it as a ritual. Mm. So, the Find Familiar spell, since we haven't talked about this before, it's pretty cool, and being able to cast it like this as a warlock can be pretty interesting. Mm. So you gain the service of a familiar. So it's, it's essentially a spirit, you choose a form. Now the book gives you a few different options for like forms. Normal animal looking things like bats and crabs and stuff. And fish. If you fish. live in an aquatic <laughs> world. Yes, I have to bring my goldfish with me everywhere. <laughs> but you also get the ability to choose some special forms like imps, pseudo dragons, quasats, quasits, quasit, or a sprite. Yeah, and these will 
generally be things that kind of reflect your patron and its own form, I guess. If it's the great old one, then you kind of choose whatever because it doesn't really... It's Fuck. Like... <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty cool. So you choose the form, but even if it has the form of, say, a bat or a raven, is still a celestial fae or fiend your choice, depending probably on... Right, instead of, like, a beast. Yeah. So what is a uh, familiar able to do for you? It acts- How can it help you? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you, JT, in just three easy payments. Uh, a familiar acts independently from you. So you'll be rolling its own initiative, it acts on its own turn, but it always obeys you. A familiar normally can't attack. But with a warlock, you can forgo one of your attacks if you have extra attack, and you can have your familiar attack. Mm. There's a few other really, really cool things about having a familiar. It can take other actions as normal. When it drops to zero hit points, it disappears, leaving behind no physical form, and reappears after you cast the spell again. So be careful. Don't. If it dies, you're going to have to sink another hour into getting it back. And... A familiar, additionally, can operate kind of like how wargs in Game of Thrones operate. Where yeah, yeah. you can see what they see, you can hear what they hear when they're within 100 feet of you. Um, but you are, like, blind and deaf to your bodies. Yes, senses. so you kind of project your consciousness into mm. them for a time. It's pretty cool. And you also get benefits for any special senses, as you would kind of expect. Yeah, another really cool thing about it, I think, is the fact that you can cast spells with a range of touch through your familiar. So your your familiar is like the little mailman for your range, <laughs> touch range spell. Up to a hundred feet. Right. So, I mean, they have to touch it, mm-hmm. but if you have something like a bat or a hawk, yeah, go, give them a little bite. <laughs> <laughs> Another neat thing which is kind of overlooked is you can dismiss it and resummon it Quite quickly, you can dismiss it and have it reappear in any unoccupied space within 30 feet of you. So you don't that's have not to line of sight, space. right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you can have it disappear, reappear through a wall or a door that you know is unoccupied on the other side, and you can see through its eyes, hear mm. through its ears. This is where a, maybe a low-key animal and not a screeching hawk comes into play. <laughs> so be careful about what you're choosing. And mm. um, that's kind of really it for the familiar. Can you change its form as a warlock? You can. There is in the base find familiar things, you can have it change form. It doesn't change the familiar itself. It kind of comes back as its new form. Mm-hmm. Reincarnated anew. After you cast this spell again. Mm. So you can change it with every cast. Nice. So you don't have to be married to the the bat thing. Yeah. <laughs> it makes it quite versatile. So that's Pact of the Chain. It's quite cool to have Fine Familiar. What's the next one? Pact of the Blade. Nice. Yeah, this one's a little bit more straightforward, I think. Hmm. So, with Pact of the Blade, you use your action to create a packed weapon mm-hmm. in your empty hand. You can choose the form that this weapon takes, and you're proficient with it while you wield it. 
the damage is magical, which is important. Pretty important if you're, yeah. yeah, a lot of things are immune to non-magical damage. This basically circumvents all of that, and that's a pretty common thing for a lot of enemies, especially higher ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To have. Totally. Um, it disappears if it's more than five feet away from you for a minute, so you've got to keep it on you. You can't give it to people. Right. It, it's got to stay near you. What is probably the best part of this, I think, is that you can dismiss the weapon and have it reappear. Summoned on command. Yeah, so if someone's searching you for weapons, if you're in prison, any of that kind of stuff, it's gone, it's back. Yeah, it's the, you, you're the ultimate weapon smuggler. Yeah. <laughs> as long as it's the one weapon. <laughs> Again, like the familiar, you can change it after performing a ritual over the course of an hour, which can be done during a short rest, which is quite neat. Yeah. The next one is the Pact of the Tome. So, what does the Pact of the Tome do? Basically gives you three more cantrips. <laughs> yeah, so you get like a book. You get a book, you get more spells. This is really good. Yeah, I mean, you just get three free cantrips. Yeah. Which for a warlock especially, I think is like, you know, this is this is good stuff. And not only that, it's three cantrips from any class. Yeah, oh there yeah. There is versatility, and they don't have to be the same class. Mm -hmm. You can just choose three, bop, bop, bop. I want those three. It's super, super versatile. I think most people pick Pact of the Time. Yeah, I mean, I think that there is definitely, especially when you consider different directions for builds, there's definitely things that make the Pact of the Chain and the Pact of the Blade cool in their own right. Yeah. Especially if you want to be X-Blade or whatever. Right? <laughs> like, you know, then there's like some reasons to do those things. But Pact of the Time, I think, is a really good default kind of like, I don't know what to necessarily do yeah. with this crap. Like, I just want it to be really strong. Yeah, it's vanilla. Mm -hmm. uh, like the others, you need the book on you to be able to cast these things. These spells count as warlock spells, mm. if it ever comes up. And if you lose the book, you spend another hour ritualing, praying, crying, it comes back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's nice, right? It's like better than the wizard's book, at least, right? <laughs> you, the wizard loses that book, and it's like, it's like, you know, like his, his Bitcoin wallet has been like <laughs> lost forever. Like, no yeah, one can help you. After this, ability score improvements. 4th, 8th, 12th, 16th, 19th. Yep, and as always, you have the choice to increase one ability score by two or two by one. Simple enough. Now, things start to change a bit at 11th level. This is where you your spell slots stop leveling up and you'd think, hey, what am I doing? Why aren't I getting more spells? Why is things going on? It all comes down to the Mystic Arcanum. So what does the Mystic Arcanum do? It unlocks higher spell slots for you, essentially higher level spells. You get a secret. It's just called a magical secret. It doesn't say exactly what it is, like if it's a book or whatever. It's and just whispers something secret. into your ear <laughs> or like passes a note to you in class. Yeah, I love it. It could be anything. There's a lot of room for flavor here. Yeah, this so is, you, comes from your patron, by the way. Yeah. So you choose one sixth level spell from the Warlock spell list as this Arcanum. The spell itself is kind of the secret. How it manifests, though, is up to you. You can cast this spell once without expending a spell slot, but you can only do it per long rest. Right, so then you basically just get one of these spells for free per long rest. Yeah, what is still kind of cool is that this keeps going up. It doesn't finish at sixth level. You get a seventh level spell at 13th level, an eighth level spell at 15th level, and a ninth level spell at 17th level. 
So you will be able to cast all these spells. You gain them, so you can still cast your previous spells that you've selected. But you're kind of just choosing one spell to be good at. So this is why I kind of see them as a three-quarters caster. Because if you were playing a full caster, like the sorcerer, or the wizard, or the cleric, you would get two spell slots of your sixth level and seventh level towards the very end. But here, you just get the one. Yeah, and it, these ones are kind of limited mm. in how you can use them, because since they're not spell slot based, it's like you have a dedicated spell yeah. that you can cast one time mm. per long rest. It's it's good. It's a, it's a weird way of doing it but it, it's tied to your god. It also means that there's some fluff around this that you're not tied to these spell slots or anything. Mm -hmm. Like if there's maybe some ways people can take away magic, if I've run like anti-magic handcuffs and things sometimes in some spells, maybe the mystic Arcanum can get around that because it's fundamentally a bit different. So how this plays out in practicality, kind of up to your DM. Maybe some will just treat it as, okay, you have a spell slot essentially but it doesn't use your spell slots yeah so in a lot of ways warlocks are just kind of different in how they are using magic and stuff since it's not really theirs to use yeah one way to think about it if you do want to simplify it is that fifth level spells below that you have all spell slots are treated equal above that you have one spell slot per spell mm -hmm. Which is a bit of a roundabout way of thinking about it, but there is some there is some fun things to be found in the cracks between those different definitions. Yeah, and actually, there's this is kind of what makes Warlock a little bit more strange as well is that they have a lot of other spells that work this way as well. Where how you know them is a little bit weird, and yeah. how you cast them is also a little bit weird. Yeah, it's also something that comes up with the invocations. Yeah, so yeah. you can't strictly look at your table and think like, this is how many spells I'll know. You actually have quite a lot more than that. Yeah. It's just a little weird. Yeah. Finally, we have the 20th level. Are you ready, JT? <laughs> Disappointing <laughs> level 20 feet. <laughs> at level 20, you can draw on your inner reserve of mystical Mystic power, power while entreating your patron to regain expended spell slots. You spend a minute entreating. Yeah, like trying to treat like a treaty. Parley. Okay. You spend a minute entreating your patron for aid to regain all of your expended spell slots from your packed magic feature. And once you regain your spell slots this way, you have to finish a long rest before you can do it again. Okay, you double the amount of spells you can cast Basically, below 5th yeah. level. Yeah, you spend like a minute to be able to get all of your below 5th spells back. Yeah, so like we said, this doesn't affect the Mystic Arcanum. <sighs> cool, <laughs> yeah, that's nice, I guess. What do you think? Just more spells, I guess. I mean, it's like, you know, at level 20th, like... This is like the best thing. It's just like, <laughs> it's like another, it's a weird another mechanic that it's introducing at a weird time, I think. Yeah, you definitely. Know. It's, it, it makes the difference between the Arcanum spells and your normal spells more apparent, I guess. But I'm not sure that's really in a good way. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> All right, that's it for the Warlock. Yep. Dark energy. Nice. We're starting up a Patreon. Links are in the description. You can support us there. We are eternally grateful. But yeah, thanks for listening. <laughs>
Yep, you can go to our site at rulesiswrittenshow.com or message Toby any of your weird dreams or secret hidden desires. Please do. At Toby. To blackmail you. At <laughs> rulesiswrittenshow.com. Awesome. We will see you guys in the next one. Take care. Au revoir. Sayonara. Sayonara.